All right. Nervous. Go first. Okay. 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 Right. You should never have started You want to go first? No, no, it's fine. So I'm Chris Rhodes. I'm 26. I'm a trans guy. We are all in Austin, Texas. And my pronouns are he, him. So I'm Courtney Rhodes. I am Chris's twin sister. We are identical, and I'm a lesbian, and I'm also 26 years old because we're identical. Pronouns? Oh, she, her. She, her pronouns. My name is Chris. Not to be confused with other Chris. <laughs> I'm a queer. Yeah. I'm 28. I'll be 29 later. <laughs> later. Yeah. Later this year. Later this year. Wait, when's your uh, birthday? It's in April. What's else? Wait, we know this. Are you also an Aries? Yeah, we know this. I'm 420. Yeah. Wait, oh, does wow. that make you a Taurus? Or- it's like Aries. It's a cusp. It's a cusp. Right. It's a cusp. I'm a cusper. Bree's really in astrology, so it's going to be. And I'm a she, I'm a she her <laughs> woman. Um, I am Brianna, but I go by Brie, last name Jenkins, and I am too a queer. Mm-hmm. And here in Austin, I am 28. I'll be 29 in March, which is terrifying. But yeah, and we're trending together. Yeah, hashtag okay, cool. 2019. Hashtag trending. When, when's your birthday in March? 2018. I'm a Pisces on the Aries test. See, we're so close. We're, yeah, all, we're so all there. Close. What's your pronouns? Oh, she, her. I also accept Queen of Everything, mm-hmm. Her Royal Majesty. Mm-hmm. The bitch was killing it. Yes, yes. Yeah. My bae forever. You say beautiful, she will turn her head. I will probably break my neck to look at you. Yes. If you say Chris, I will also turn my head. <laughs> three of us will answer. <laughs> One, three, three, Chris. Not confusing at all. So yeah, and this is Queer For It. Welcome. Pop that shampoo. We're queer people sharing queer experiences. That's what we made the podcast for. Yeah. Yeah. We are four friends who met at another queer nonprofit. Have you all met at and we've been friends since and we decided to get together and record some of our conversations that happened anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. every time we hung out it ended up being hilarious. So long hilarious. <laughs> Drinking for six hours and talking. Like, yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Kristen is Courtney's girlfriend. She goes by she, her. Yeah. Yeah. She's a lesbian. She's a lady gay. I don't know. Like, Courtney, what are your 2019 goals? I just want to be better about, like, commitment. Like, I'm really good at commitment, like, in relationships, but, like, everything else. Like, being your work? Well, like, just, like, sticking to things. Like, so, like, I go to the gym, but, like, it's, like, enough, but not, like, as much as I want to. Or, like, I don't stick to things. So, it's, like, I want to eat well, but then I, like, bullshit around and I, like, because I have, like, dietary restrictions and I'm, like, I need to, like, be better about that. But then it's, like, I have zero self-control. And so, I'm, like, it's not that hard to, like, have commitment to just, like standing by the things that I say that I want to do better and also like just like doing the things that I that like I want to do and spending more time with my friends and like committing to like we want we've been talking about having like family dinners for like ever and we haven't and we haven't done it and so it's like just those things where it's like I I want to stop talking about everything and just doing the things that I said I want to do so it's just like towards a lot of things that I have like the goal of doing in my life so like this podcast is what I was thinking but like committing to it mm-hmm. YouTube like we said we wanted to start doing videos every week mm-hmm. and it's just so hard but it's like I, I just need to stop making excuses and just like do the things that I'm more Getting than capable of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's uh, it's it's kind of like a bullshit overarching trying to change trying to be about it yeah mm-hmm. about like for everything do you I think it would be helpful do you know what gets in your way do you know what's stopping you I have a million things that I'm doing but then I like, I don't know. I feel like because I get by doing like just enough, but it's like 
even like with flaunt like we do fine like just like giving it like 80 but it's like I'm just tired of giving 80 to everything mm-hmm. and I think that like everybody I think as a culture we're like okay like in complacent like with that 80% you know with that like B plus but mm-hmm. I'm like I just think I'm better than that so I just like want to be better about it also some of that's a little bit you being hard on yourself too mm-hmm. if you right. do right you do a ton of things mm-hmm. oh yeah and we're all our own ways. and it's okay to like sometimes <laughs> like I think it's good to commit but also it's like okay sometimes if you want like a donut like yeah. short oh man no yeah I mean I I, I agree <laughs> oh god are we talking about donuts <laughs> yeah. donut sponsorship I, I, I only oh, talk yeah. about donuts in private Shipley's Shipley's or Krispy Kreme fucking all of those neither of those bougie's local support local Shipley's Krispy Shipley's local fucking like K&N DK nails if they serve donuts I want them like, like donuts. <laughs> donuts are my the favorite food. like do we yeah. have any no donuts are my favorite food donuts are yeah. <laughs> it's more as your favorite food. Food. Yes. Oh, okay. it's <laughs> Gluten is Courtney's worst thing. I I love baked goods. Like I love sweets. So I'm mm. like, I know where the cookies go. They're behind you. Behind you. Where the cookies go? Don't keep where the cookies go. Free baked us a bunch. Like way too many cookies. There's no such thing as too many cookies. She brought them into go boxes like she's from a goddamn restaurant. First of all, that's from Thanksgiving. I hosted Thanksgiving this year, and I didn't want people to take home my good Tupperware. So you bought? Did you Amazon that? That's from Walmart. Girl, yeah, nice. that's the most odd thing you've ever said. You've like ever said. I want people to have leftovers, but I don't. Yeah, I'm never gonna see my. And you're point. too good for a paper plate with tinfoil. Oh, yeah, and by good tupperware, I mean like I say styrofoam. I say butter container. Yeah. I say that. country I have, crock. I have yeah. seven hell of a good oh potato chip chip containers. It's my favorite. Right. These sweet ritual ice creams, right? And they come oh, with, like mm. they're like mm. thick. She's like, wash that. I'm like, oh my god. My friend, I'm like, cool. You have 90 in your cabinet. You need 91. My best friend. There's a gelato one. one that's really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the, but, the, yeah. but don't microwave it. No, <laughs> you probably didn't even need that instruction. Don't microwave it. My uh, best friend goes. It's like it's all over. And you're like, yeah, you're still. Why would the plastic be fine? Yeah, you're like, just pour it out. Yeah, first of all, you can't eat styrofoam once it's heated up in the microwave, so don't do that shit. And also, like, my best friend back home is Italian, and her mom always goes, that's a good bowl. Like, don't do that shit. It's a good bowl. I'm like, no, Nancy, it's a My mom does that. Have you ever been? Well, you haven't, but if you ever go to my mom's pantry, it's like a fuck ton of actual Tupperware, and then a fuck ton of every to-go container, and or butter containers, and I'm like, we are not Why do you have seven butters? It's like, because... No. Good luck finding the butter. Right. That's no. my grandma's house. It's, it's never butter. It's like, all the Yeah, you'd have thought we were real poor. I'm like, Mom, we had I'm real like, Tupperware. Oh, um, so, no, no, but why spend more money on Tupperware? That You know the lid's going to match. You can find it easily. It's so funny. I'll admit that I don't really have dishes, and I eat out of, like, this 20-piece set of glass Tupperware I bought off Amazon for 10 bucks. I love it. But I also don't let people in my house. That's <laughs> so no one yeah, knows. None of us no one knows. Except they really know now because action. you just shared it yeah. in the podcast. With our billion followers. Bulls Followers, so subscribe. No, no, do you do it with your hands or you got some? No, no, I have some. No, 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 I'll no, buy that don't. for 10 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> do you love Amazon? Amazon should sponsor us. <laughs> no, I go outside. <laughs> yeah, I go sometimes. Outside. I go outside, but there was a you know, sometimes I've been poor and you just make it work. Yep, you know? we got our first like on Instagram. Yay! Oh, let me share now? it to my Instagram. Um, no, this is <laughs> tina.t.s. Oh, you know who you are? Oh, you have a New York culture. Thanks. So I'm dating a woman that speaks three languages. She's perfection. Which ones? 
Um, English, Spanish, Portuguese. She's perfect. And um, yeah, I love you. After my t- <laughs> after my twenty three and me um, came back and said I was Spanish, Spanish, and more Spanish. I was like, ah, twenty nineteen goal. And oh, and also six point two percent Sub-Saharan African. Let's not forget. If you have any questions, so my twenty nineteen goal <laughs> definitely is to become fluent in Spanish. Yeah. And I'm dyslexic, so I found this really cool app called Drop. And it uh, yes. instead of relating another language to the words you already know in English, it relates uh, it relates them to images. Oh. So your brain gets it faster. That's cool. Well, my brain gets it faster because we're if you're dyslexic, the words they just don't stay anywhere. Well, it's just what's happening with my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like stay. And um, so this is really I'm excited about that. That's awesome. I'm about nice. Become fluent Spanish really. Also, I want to. Yeah, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to take a vacation every other month. That's just a. I'm just you got money. That should happen. What's on your? What are money. your like? Next no, I just, year, right, year. just came from Rio. Going to go to Jamaica for my birthday. Going to Puerto Rico for my cousin's wedding. Gonna go, I think I'm going to go to London next, like, November, <gasps> October. Take me with you. That's, like, my oh dream. Oh, my gosh. My dream. dream. You're going to Jamaica so for your birthday? Fun. Are you going on a cruise? Am I going to do a cruise? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, we're doing a cruise for our birthday. So that was a cruise just for our birthday. I have, I have you done a cruise before? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. I love that. I have never done Really? That. Oh my gosh, I was so, it's one of those people that's like so motion sick the whole time. What? Oh, I don't know. So I like, you know, you buy the store out of Dramamine and then you're just like kind of in a cl- this cloudy haze the whole time. You're just like, hey, everybody wants that. Yeah, I don't get it. When, when was this? My sister got married on a cruise. What? It was very fun. My sister and her husband, right? She's Puerto Rican. He's Iranian and all of their friends are Asian. All of their friends are Asian. Oh, except for one white ginger named Bill. Bill was awesome. Yeah, it's Bill. Incredible, though. Like, 90 of us cruised together. So you couldn't go anywhere on this cruise ship without... Running into your Yeah. Group. And then my sister has... Uh, her husband, he has four brothers, and they all look the damn same. And so when they were doing the, like, pre- you know, like, practice... Um, whatever, practice for the ceremony... Rehearsal. The coordinator kept grabbing any brother to, like, marry my sister. And she, they were like, no, that's not. That's not. She's wearing that one, you know? That's funny. It was fun. But, yeah, I would rather not cruise. Oh, hmm. I've never been on one. I want to go on one. You should. I think everyone should take the experience because yeah. if it's for you, it's a really fun activity and it's a great deal. Yeah. Like for what it is, because hey, like, going on your travel, too. your lodging, so the and the food. Alcohol is pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Unless you buy like a pad an alcohol yeah. package, or something. but it's like less than five hundred for five nights. All the meals are included. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, see, that's my thing. I was like, I want to do something for our birthday, but like, I don't want to have to think about anything. Mm-hmm. And when you're like, you're on the cruise, mm-hmm. like that's it, mm-hmm. which is exactly. Exactly. You don't think about it. You're just like moving around. It's fine. You don't think about money. You don't think about anything. Mm. Yeah. It's all good. Which yeah. is fun. But yeah, the alcohol for sure. <laughs> and then my last 2019 goal is last year, my goal, I set a goal for myself to meditate once a day. Ooh, did you that. do it? I did. It love changed that. my life. That's yeah. one of my, uh, that's actually an actual goal. Yeah, it changed my life. And so I was like, oh, I better can do it twice a day. Just like, because I do it in the morning. So I've been doing it also just like another 15 minutes before bed. It's really mm. peaceful. Yeah. I love I, that. I really appreciate it. I use this app called Insight. <gasps> Why are we the same person? Oh my god, you use Insight Timer? Yeah. How many stars do you have next to your name? I don't know. Okay. I feel like I'm failing it. I only do, I only meditate Is that on a paid app? No, it's free. No, it's free, yeah. It's free. And, and it has, like, it has tons like, of... Meta, like, guided meditation. Yeah, yeah. Versus, like, yeah. just music. Yeah, Insight yeah. Timer. Yeah, yeah. I've been using the free trial of yeah. Headspace, which I really like, but it's Ooh, yeah. to pay for it. Headspace has hurt me because it's too much stuff happening. And I, let's see, I'll occasionally... 
I mean, like maybe one percent of my meditations are guided meditations, but I listen to mostly just like water dropping. Mm-hmm. Like oh, rain at night. Oh, the yeah, they have this one called Secret Garden. I really like it. Just has like a couple birds over here. Mm-hmm. A few birds with the friends. I'm a big fan. But yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. I do meditation Monday. Happy like about meditation. Day. Yeah, yeah. You do a full day of meditation. Well, like when I get home from work, I do like a two-hour meditation. You're like, I sit at work and pretend like I'm working, and Just I choose my whole list out. Yeah. Yeah. Three, what are your 2019 goals? Um, I set intentions because I'm a hippie, and I think no, you're right. Goals. I I think goals are like something you have to work. Mm-hmm. and I'm busy but like if intentions are like things you want to happen and are like going to try to make happen but if they don't happen you're kind of like don't to, beat to yourself yeah. Yeah, yeah so I have 30 because your girl can't aim well that's cool I have 19 so um but like some watch. of them was like one was like read 19 books this year be more focused on meditation practice be open to love uh brave cool. yes be cool. brave with your heart and try yes. to date Bravely and um, saving more money, donating blood once a month. Like I am a donor, I'm a Ew. universal donor, so I feel like I, I should donate more. Go can ahead. I? I got a pause with the blood thing. It's mm-hmm. hard for me because it's an industry where they get their product for free and they charge the person that really needs it, like hundreds mm. of dollars for you. For you oh wow! Blood. Okay. Why? What do you mean? Why? The blood industry is a huge industry. We give them the product for free. If it was a cookie or a t-shirt or something, right? You give them blood, and then they take that unit of blood, and they charge someone that super needs it, like $250 wow. for Like someone who likes it. Yeah. Someone who's dying and needs blood, right? But we give it for free, thinking we're helping each other, and really, we're just giving them free products. There should be, like, a... Giant. There should be an alternative to that, but I don't think... Well, no. There isn't, right? It's like a... It's a racket. Unbelievably, like, very big number, billions dollar industry. Well, I mean, welcome no to the, let it go the health, anything. insurance, yeah. everything. Our well, whole do you think they're actually paying for the blood or the person that's working in the mm. material? They, well, there's probably a charge for both. I oh, mean, no, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've been to a hospital, yeah, they, tra- they definitely are charging you for all the nurses and doctors and the equipment. But also, they charge you. It's like, I listen to a great podcast on it. It's like when we went the to the vet and they charge us like for the I exam bet. fee. That's for the doctor. And then they charge you for the vaccination. That That's like the blood. I bet it was a This American Life. I was doing one. So. Um, so uh, what else? Uh, no. Great drink. Um, <laughs> Do, do, do. Oh, I want to learn ASL. I think Austin's a very, oh, I would love as a very huge deaf community, and I want to learn ASL. I know my letters. Yeah. Um, be more kind to my hair routine. My fro, I chopped all my hair off like this past summer, so I'm trying to grow the fro back out right now. Yeah, that's a pure for it. Because natural food, Christina's a little bit I can't let you do this. And, um, um, and then I all want to get back into like theater and singing and all that shit. So, yeah. Generally read four of you, so I had to pay my top four. Those yeah, just a Fuck. I mean like save money, be more into like my bruja practice, re tarot more, all that kind of shit. How am I supposed oh, to pick kettle? just a few? <clears throat> okay, what about you, bud? <laughs> like your top five. Alright. Well, I wrote 19 goals for 2019. Hey, Hums Brad, Sweet You can say your 2019. Um Ooh. one of them was get started on this podcast. So yeah, cross already her there. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to finish more poems and add them to the ones I've already compiled, edit them, and work towards getting that published because that's one of my biggest life goals. Uh, 
finally changed my fucking birth certificate. It's the yeah. last thing on my name and gender stuff cool. that I haven't done as a trans person. Yeah. Cool. I will feel liberated once I don't have anything yeah. not changed, especially under For this sure. administration. I feel like that's easy to do. Kamala Harris 2020. <laughs> um, anyone? Anyone? <laughs> truly. Literally. Any Democrat lawyer's like Anyone. Um, Barack Obama's vice president? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So we can go Obama. Obama. I don't want Michelle Obama. I love her, but she has no experience in politics. Yeah. Oh, but neither does I know I say oh she's do you think awesome. that's a prerequisite because it apparently isn't the bar is low right now I want it hot sorry okay no I hear you truly I hear you I mean she did go to law school right she did so I mean Michelle I stand for Michelle closer but Kamala's in the Senate like I'm just saying also the Betul and Biden would be a good ticket too you gotta you gotta know what no honestly if Hillary wanted to rerun no they will never be ready to fail her. She has no, like, okay. interpersonal skills. She, she wasn't even bad. Hillary wasn't good. I'm not. Yeah, I, I would have preferred. I can't be a fan. I would have preferred if we would have just stuck with Bernie. Bernie would have been a better candidate. I think Hillary. Hillary is the most qualified candidate Qualified, yes. But personal, no. And that's why she'll never get elected. Well, I think the only reason she's like not personal is because she's a woman. I think if she's a man, oh. people are like, oh. Well, no, because I feel like Kamala's personal, but I also just stand. Well, she's a different one. No, that's but a, I think that's I, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think if she was the exact same person, I her but husband. I she's, that she's that's personal. A yeah. yeah, Bill. And also, like imagine her being president and Bill having been president like that. I feel like that's a thing for people. Yeah. Like, They're like that's monarchy weird. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could be vice president, yeah. VP. I feel like Hillary's too like. <laughs> Into herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Who's she gonna stand behind? No Kamala Harris. <laughs> Double woman ticket. Could we have oh my it? God. I also take a Cory Booker ticket on the Kamala ticket. Okay, I like Booker. KPP. I met Cory Booker. We're basically in love. So yeah, we've shared a bond. Where did you touch him? We hugged. Oh, <laughs> we're getting there. So you did. Yeah. Sorry. Intendance. <laughs> Chris, no, okay. please continue with your goals. I'll pick like three more. Okay. Me and Aiden are working on Aiden and I. Aiden and I. <laughs> We're all learning. Aiden. We're all learning. Um I do photo shoots with Aiden, my friend Aiden, like once a month. Aiden's probably gonna edit all this out. Yeah, for probably. Us. Aiden's great. We love you. I do Thank not you. envy that job. Thank you. Um well I'm probably editing this for going to be nightmare because I named everything poorly for future reference. Um I want to do a like nude photo shoot before I like ever have. Yes. I'm eventually one day going to have bottom surgery, but I want to do like a nude photo shoot and like show trans bodies as they are basically. And it's going to be very like tasteful and stuff, but like I have dysphoria, but I want to like push myself outside of my comfort zone and like take pictures that I would be like proud of how my body looks as like, a trans man. Oh, and it's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think that would be like a really fun way to challenge myself and also like anyone that would want to do it. And I'm comfortable with Aiden, but like, Hey, like let's do this thing, do it like masculine or do it however. And like, I think that's something that him and I have talked about a few times. So like, I'm excited to like make myself do that. And along, Strong. along the same vein, I really want to go to hippie hollow with a bunch of my queer friends <gasps> Yes, and see if I'm, brave enough to like go without some shorts and like is it a full nude yeah it's here oh. in austin and it's like a nude beach i wasn't sure if it was just topless no it's full, it's full nude. nude but i think it would be fun to go it's with like a big group it. of my queer friends mm-hmm. and be like hey these are bodies i'm comfortable with Absolutely. and like maybe just like have a day where we're like sure. these are bodies that people should be comfortable with i All think bodies. that'd be really liberating All bodies, yeah, yeah. so that's 2019 when it's warm let's fucking so do that i think cool. it'd be so April. fun <laughs> 
Yeah, April. And I think everyone can associate with at some point not if you loving go, their body yeah. or right now not being able to, yeah. like not even fully being able to love their whole self. Right. I have never gone topless anywhere, but if you want to go, I will go topless. Yes. Yes. I'll go topless. Either. I have never gone topless Let's do it. Me I either. mean, I say that now, but I mean, the tanning bed, but like, that's <laughs> I hate my boobs, but I, for you, I will go topless. All boobs are, all are great. All boobs are not. It's hard. I feel you. I lost seventy five pounds. It took me a long time to be like, I want. I just want smaller boobs. Fine. Too much. I have three more. I'm sorry. Wait I mean, to be fair, I have great cleave. That's not the problem. Don't look at it. I just. I hope you can hear the zip on the recording. Yeah, she does have good cleave, everybody. Great. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out how to add in the sound effects. Yes, pure cleave for Adam. Yes. Look at this one dark chest hair coming. Finish your list. All right. <laughs> Chris is easily distracted. Um, I want to find more opportunities to speak at because the first time I ever spoke, you did like great. in front of an audience, was the one this I- last year for Trans Day of Visibility, and I want to give like more talks about either being trans queer or like running a small business I think that was really cool and people like what I have to say online and I'm just am not very good at speaking in public so it's something I want to get better at um and then the last two are working on saying no to more things that don't make me happy or excite me and continuing to say yes to things that do because mm-hmm. I am 100% a yes man I say yes to almost everything mm-hmm. because a lot of things do make me happy even if I like am tired or something like I still would rather have that experience mm-hmm. but a lot of times I over myself and 100% and also a lot of guilt over not doing things with people even if I don't I guilt is my worst thing in the whole world I need lots of therapy to work through it Um, so that is one and then the last thing is that I want to work on not worrying as much about what people think and criticize me for because I already do a lot of that and I think that we're all working through our own things (laughs) yeah like I already know like all the shit I've done like I already am aware so I need to stop like putting so much weight on what other people think about it especially like after this whole like breakup thing I'm like I'm well aware of the shit that I did so uh, so you're you're recently fresh from a breakup that's right recently very fresh which is like something we'll get into on this podcast but yeah I think that we'll probably talk about where we're all at relationship wise and that will be many a topic Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah so that's some of mine. The other ones are just like, learn to surf. <laughs> learn to surf. What year did you come up? 2016 when I moved oh, here to Austin. Oh, year. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I didn't come out until I moved to Austin, which is in 2016. Um, came out as bi. And like my older, so I have a weird family dynamic. My birth mom who raised me died when I was 15. My birth father and I didn't really talk to like this year. He called and apologized. So that's really weird. Why didn't um, you talk? Oh, that's a whole different. That's okay, a, okay, a whole okay. different day. Long, long episode. Yeah, family for sure. Family. I, and then, so I came up to my adoptive godparents, and then my dad. Are they, rela- are they related to you? Your adoptive uh, my godparents? No. Um, my godparents, my dad, and my my adopted dad and my dad grew up on the same street. And then my mom met my godmother when they were like in church together. So we're oh. not related, but they've known me. They know my parents since they're like thirteen. Okay. Um, and so I called them all to just kind of have like a really kosher conversation. Like, I love you. I'm living in Austin. Everything's great. And I was going to tell them on the phone, but then I chickened out and texted them instead. 
And that's uh, one day. Yeah. Tough. And my older sister already knew, so they're not going to care. I have a younger brother who's gay came out when he had you dated a woman at this point, or no. you just had feelings. I had always known that I was into into all genders, but I didn't have a word for it. Like, Full, sure. like no. to do it before you like feel like yeah. you have to do it because you've done. Something. Yeah, I had not. Yeah, yeah like very I, rarely do people come out like, before I knew, they. So do the first yeah. girl I ended up dating Snaps. when yeah. I moved here. Where for it? The first girl I ended up dating, I knew her back in Connecticut. You two know her. Was yeah. the first girl I dated when I well, she I know her. Why does everyone know the first girl you dated? Because they played bitch. football together. Um, she feels mad. She's nothing. I mean, she's lovely, but she's not. She's nothing. She real um, cute, but she's nothing. I got it. I got yeah. it. Um, animal. I know I'm the worst. Um, so yeah, so sh- I called my parents, hung up, texted them, I'm unclear. I came out as bi then. Did the text just say I'm queer? No, I was like I'm okay. bi, like men and women, and then I later came out as queer because I like all gender identities. Um, and your girl is single, so at Brianna Jenkins, hit a girl up. <laughs> Yes, we're gonna plug that every episode. Yes. Yeah. She likes coffee dates, uh, also sushi and ramen, so not picky. Mm. Also, she bay forever, so like, yeah, I, I can cook, cheese. like, I'm fully domesticated, only, so if you're looking for a wife, I'm here. Only for the beautiful people of Austin, Texas. Correct. Oh, yeah. no, I'm willing to go to Denver, too, if you want to fly a bitch out. Okay, um, okay. The flights are really cheap, yeah. Yep. So that, that's yeah, yeah. That, I feel like that's safe. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. We're no long distance for you. You're no. too good for that. Thank you. Um, so, Shay, so my first quote unquote girlfriend was this girl, Shay, who I knew back in Connecticut who I like, had feelings for but wasn't sure what those feelings were. Do you think um, happened with Jody? So she moved here on a whim and so I was still in Connecticut and then when I moved here we reconnected and she was what she likes to call a quote unquote between apartments. So <laughs> living with me for, yeah. living with me for like three months and that's when we started like hooking up and quasi dating. Got it. And um and then said person uh and I were together for about three months and Good then day. And I were together for like uh, three months and realized that she didn't want to be with me because I was newly out and she wanted me to have that experience. And then I also realized that she's still a fuckboy and just figured out her shit. Got yep. Um, and then after her, I dated a woman who was 11 years older than me, who was poly with her girlfriend of four years. Ooh, and that was probably the best sex I've ever had in my whole life. Because cool. she was still 11 years older than you. That's an episode. Real. Best sex of our life. And uh, thank you. And uh, that person I no longer talk because she's with this new girl who's fucking boring. And <laughs> Now I'm just out here living my life, trying to fuck with no feelings, but I'm a Pisces and I have emotions. But yeah, my coming out story is super easy. My adoptive father's a pastor and my younger brother came out before me and he was like, you're my kids, I can care less about that shit. Your little brother's gay? Mm-hmm. Kennedy, he's the best. I might be. I love really the name Kennedy. Yeah. He's, a, for a girl. he's the second. Yeah. So my dad's named Kennedy and my adoptive yeah. brother, my oh, brother's named cute. Kennedy. It's Kennedy, they're twins, How Kennedy and Kyle. Kennedy is, we're five years apart, so he's 23. Does he ever come visit? Living in Jersey. No, I've been dying for him to come visit, but he's exhausting and won't come out here. He said Texas is too hot. So, well, I can tell him living in the snow of Jersey. Yeah. Um, all my both my family's back on the East Coast. My sister, my little sister's in Seattle. Um, but yeah, my family knows that I'm super supportive. The only people I haven't come out to are my grandmothers, only because it's because they're gonna die soon. Who cares? Because yeah. <laughs> well, not. Why? Well, I'm very close to my grandmothers. Like they might they, surprise you though. That's what I think. My I think none of the most surprising. Truly, at this point, old people have seen a lot of yeah. shit, and, and, then, and at this point, they know. 
they might die soon and they don't want to well I'm great that I'm trying to cherish it I'm really close with both my grandmothers I love them I call them at least once a week like we're very close um and they're one of them my grandma Sally who's the saint of this world um she's like I just want you to be happy but you don't have to date to be happy like she gets that shit that's right so okay so I came out set the scene for you guys it's uh it's Thanksgiving I hope it's in Puerto Rico of course it is it's Thanksgiving it's 2009 my parents have this is their first Thanksgiving they're living in, they're living in Park City at this point so even come worse. up for Thanksgiving all of my siblings are there my mom's sister is there How with her boyfriend there's five of us how did your family end up from Puerto Rico to Salt Lake City well, my mom is from my mom's from Puerto Rico my biological father is from Bolivia uh-huh. and so she had a full scholarship so she went to A&M and then the man that she that I call dad now later married he grew up in Dallas he went to UT and then they we lived in Houston forever and then they went on a business trip to Salt Lake City to do some leadership learning course and they came back and three months later they were like we're gone bye it's so much prettier in Utah than it'll ever be in Texas so we're gone not Mormon no no raised Catholic yeah okay so Thanksgiving 2009 they just moved to Park City I'm up there all of my siblings are up there my mother's sister and her husband and boyfriend and my aunt and my cousins are there and it's pretty much it's the time like we're about to meal and the turkey is outside on the like the turkey has just caught fire everything is happening everything is happening at once i'm standing outside with my mom the turkey's on fire and we're looking at it and i was like hey mom uh you know and she's like yeah and we're just like trying to put this turkey out it's like you know she's like uh yeah well, yeah. And I'm like, she's actually my girlfriend. And she's, we're still, this turkey's a flame, but now she's not trying to put it out. And we're like, I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, let's get your father. <laughs> I was like, cool, this is going bad. And then they, it wasn't pleasant. And then they took me upstairs and told me all the bad things that happened to Gabe. Yeah, of course. And then they like, sent me on the like got me a new airline ticket and sent me on the very next flight out no like super early the next morning like drove me down to salt lake in the freezing freezing temperatures and then dropped me out and they didn't talk to me for like 10 months wow it was crazy How and they- then finally my sister was like what the fuck are you guys doing like are you just gonna not talk to her she's like the she's like the best one of all of us you're just gonna not talk to her right like god bless her and now we're all friends but yeah it wasn't it wasn't fun but also i just could i just literally couldn't keep it anymore so can i ask why you say you identify as queer now are you oh yeah so i I definitely came out as like lesbian Uh i wasn't for whatever reason i wasn't like cool with letting myself like or what was my i had an issue with the bi label Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people have issues with the bi are you bi or you mean like you're into men yeah yeah men and women Mm. yeah and my current relationship is like an open element to it but we we also talk about that so it's like really chill yeah (laughs) i'm biased but she's perfect um yeah but definitely i did like ray your sexual journey it progresses as you progress I, I had a lot of growth when I started listening to Dan Savage uh, Savage Love podcast Savage Love cast that's I recommend to everyone and then you're like oh everyone's having weird sex <laughs> duh got it we just don't talk about it yeah. so yeah it was good interesting yeah. so I know mine never progressed it was like ladies <laughs> it was like ladies <laughs> 
Like I just when I look when I look at men, it's just like emotionally, I cannot get to a place with men that I get with women. I also just think they're and this is a huge, like gross overarching statement, but I feel like they want like a set number of things like money, power, set like very I find them very easy to manipulate, which sounds bad, but Mm -hmm. like then that's not fun for me anymore, right? So I appreciate that a woman is like a long form puzzle that I hopefully will never figure out. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, like, I can appreciate an attractive man, like, when I see him. Like, and, I'm like, sex with you. I just uh, don't want you to leave right away. Yeah, no, I don't even want to, I don't <laughs> ever want to have sex with them. Like, that, that just, like, uh, I just doesn't appeal to me. Like, that type of sex does not appeal to me. Like, I could make out with a man because, like, that initial, like, moment is, like, that's like a challenge but sure. like it, and to me like that is like that's a thing that happens sometimes where I'm like I'm confused why you are attracted to me because I am ultimately not usually what men are attracted to but I confuse men I think a lot of times so like if I'm in a bar and I'll find like a guy like talking to me and I'm like mm. like a frat dude like talking to me and I'm like and absolutely in what what world is this woman in, in a plaid shirt and men's pants and whatever? How do I appeal to you? And what are you what does that say about your sexuality or what whatever is going on with you? And so like yeah. in that chat like there's a challenge in that moment of like figuring out like why? Mm-hmm. But like to me, like uh, I just I'm not into heterosexual sex. It doesn't appeal to me. Cool. Uh, but or heteronormative sex. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Um have you slept with a guy? Yeah. Okay. One time. Well, everyone at the table two. has now. I have two. Yeah, one one time. You're all welcome. Um, there's Thank been. You. It was for numbers. the podcast. Yeah, sure. Billy was for the story. There's been a couple instances with uh, trans men that have not been reciprocated on my part because I don't I don't know how to treat their bodies how they want them to be treated mm-hmm. and. Like in in my own like regard, I did not want to disrespect anyone. Right, sure, sure. sure. So I didn't do that. Yeah. And also because it, like when it came to that moment, I was like, I'm not attracted to. Like that was after my yeah. I had sex with a cis dude, and I was like, like I just am not. I'm not really attracted to masculinity, even women. Like I mm-hmm. like fall middle of the road, pretty grayscale, like tomboy, mm-hmm. soft stud, soft butch. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like can we not like, feel that? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But like uh, every girl I've dated has definitely been a femme. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm really just not attracted to, to, to masculinity at all. Yeah. So like it's really easy for me to identify as a lesbian. Yeah. Because that's where I'm at. Like, and that doesn't that doesn't exclude like trans women or anything like that. Cause like there's yeah. been trans women I've seen who have been like very attractive as long as you're feminine. Absolutely on the board. But like anybody who like, if, if you're like a trans man, like I, I know a lot of like trans guys, like, like Chris is trans and like, is my best friend. He's trans. And like on dating apps, he like has lesbians who are like hitting on him. And I'm like, I hope they respect you. Like, I hope that you're like, like that you are in, in this space where they are understanding exactly who you are because it's not okay to like, be like okay with like this but then treating you one way in the bedroom because right, right. to me like that's not choosing pick yeah yeah like because that's what I'm not into like I'm not into that role like I think it's okay to, it's totally okay to know what you're not into mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like I'm like I feel like it's it's actually kind of hard to find someone who is like a super lesbian nowadays mm-hmm. like totally yeah 
It's even a, I mean, like even less so. Right? Yeah, even yeah. less so than like I like. There's a lot of gay dudes who are like, yeah, I'm super gay. Like I don't even like, I don't I don't like mess with anything like outside. I'm like, well, actually, gay men are very okay with like trans men. Not saying that doesn't make them gay, but like very like. I've actually found gay men way more accepting of like n- no dick than like even straight yeah. Yeah, women yeah, yeah, are yeah, because yeah. like hmm. honestly like they want to put their dick in something yeah, and like totally. is it like, a whole great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So and even if you're like. No, like this one instead or something. Like a lot of gay men are like, no, it's fine. Like, because like a lot of my trans guy friends hook up with gay men and they're like, and we just do like penis and vagina, like not the not yeah. to negate what they, yeah, heteronormative like sex basically. And these gay men are here for it because mm. they see them as like men. Whereas like a lot of like, I think that's like straight a, women are like, oh, I don't, I think that's like, know a, I think how to give you a head or yeah. do something. I think that's like masculinity. Well, because they still want to just like put their dick in something and they still want to be dominant. Whereas the women are used to being the, the submissive. That goes into that like overarching generalization. Yeah, totally. like, that's men, men are like yeah, totally. easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like, I think women are more complicated even with the, like their. Maybe this is not true no, of all women. Definitely, like more picky with who, more with like who they'll have sex with. For sure, I don't know that that's always true, but I think that could be a generalization that is mostly true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think that that's great. I love the fact that that you've experienced that. Other trans guys we've met have experienced that, where like gay men treat them as men because you are right. Uh, but I don't think that gay men in general experience the spectrum or open themselves up to the spectrum as much as I know like lesbians Mm -hmm. do because I know more lesbians were like okay fine like I'm a queer woman Mm -hmm. I don't know that many queer men Mm -hmm. and that that might just be my my friend group but I don't know that many queer men well I think it's also women's like comfortability with identifying with queer whereas like these gay men are like I'm fucking gay well it's the same I'm like always like it's more acceptable for a woman to be queer like it's the same like two girls you're like nah if he likes dick he's gay yeah like two women making out is hot but two men making out is like so it's like it's like cool and if they're a queer guy then they're like well like women are gonna negate me Please, that's the thing like if We're you're a bi guy yeah. how many women want to date a bi guy and they like see him as like so emasculated and stuff whereas like not me my number is 203 right which I think <laughs> which I think is ridiculous <laughs> but all, all, all men are the same to me I don't care but I know a lot of straight men that date queer women who have no problem with it but yeah. like I don't know that many straight women that would be okay with dating a queer yeah, man because I feel like straight men who find a queer woman see that as a challenge but a straight woman well, who finds like, a queer man finds it as a flaw yeah. and I don't also, know why also triggers insecurity in the woman yeah pretty, you know like oh fuck not only do I have to watch out for other women which you've been trained to do is now I also have to watch out for men and, but, yeah. and fundamentally like maybe the issue with that is that women are lower on the totem pole than men yeah and so you know that like if he's ever attracted to men totally they're higher up on totally. this hierarchy scale that I will never be able to compete with that mm-hmm. whereas like men like That's if you're a queer if you're a queer dude and you're dating another queer dude you're like well I'm a dude so like I'm gonna always like trump this girl uh-huh. For lack of a better word, you know, I'll be like, fine with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. I think. Yeah. I like a, like. A, let's see. Right, and like your sexual growth is just a journey. So what I think that I know is that I want to end up with a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I know a lot of queer women like that who are like physically <coughs> cool with the experimentation, but romantically, yeah, into romantically the relationships with women. With the and like, is there well, that's is me there as a term, queer. Is there a term for that? Too. 
Yeah. Uh, well, like sapiosexual, like you're only romantically attracted to certain people that you're like. Well, that's that's in my, that's love me. With. I can only have sex with people I'm in, into. Like, oh, I no, can't. That's well, sexually attracted to people you're romantically attracted to. Sapiosexual. Yeah, but like, but is there is there a term for like you're like? It's like like homo flexible, but like homo emotional flexible. Like right. Like I find men very attractive, and I will make out with them. Yeah, homo flexible. And I've like, had sex. Homosexual, but like you can flex for. I've had sex with one man, but. I don't think I could ever like. I appeal very much to gay men. Mm-hmm. I'm like have no problem. Everyone knows you're the gay best friend. Yeah, yeah. Like every woman I've dated, and also like you dress too pretty. Well, I know. Well, <laughs> like even me talked about it today. I was like, if you had met me and I had hit on you, would you think I was gay? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I don't think yeah, you which, act, which I think like you can't act gay, gay or you can't look gay. Sure, but like, sure, sure. But I right, but I was like, I that's society. Like like, but I think that's gaydar. My gaydar does not go right. Well, y'all are queer people, but like. Society reads me as a gay man because one, I'm small. Mm. My mannerisms, mannerisms are small, slightly effeminate yeah. because I lived as a woman so for 22 from, years, yeah. and also oh, like I dress semi flamboyantly and or well. So yeah, All right, let's just have a moment where we say let's lo- let's let's raise the bar for straight men because. That is, if I could ever find myself attracted to men, it is killed by the fact that, like, I look at dudes all the time where I'm like, Why are you wearing a goddamn zip-up Why, why are you wearing, you're wearing running shoes with That's your outfit ball. out yeah. at the Got bar? This. Dear straight men. <laughs> yeah. Try. <laughs> Love green. Love green. Yes! Queer for it. As a, as a, as a woman who dates all on the gender identity, I think myself, like, I don't know who I'll end up with, but I think if I'm going to end up with a man and Someone should fucking try. try. If I put on fucking makeup for you, which is just eyebrows and mascara, because that's all I'm doing for you, and you can't put on a fucking button up shirt, we have nothing also, to Also, it's not that hard to dress well as a man. Yes, yes. No, 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 dress no, as a woman no. and a yeah. man. All right, let's talk about it. Like, all right, so women have like a million types of shoes. Men, have a pair of workout shoes. <laughs> all right, a pair of boots. Yeah. Have a brown pair of boots, a and white a, pair of sneakers, and, and a nice pair of sneakers. That's yeah. it. That's all you fucking need. Yeah. Like, if you're going out and you're in your fucking running shoes, uh, and put on uh, the nice uh, shoes. It's uh, not difficult. Straight yeah. women settle for straight men so fucking hard. They settle so hard. I have friends back home who date these guys. I'm like, the fuck are you doing? Like, you are this magnificent, vibrant person. It's because and you they will take anything they, he gives. They're you. like, oh, well, he's smart. He oh, tries. Funny. No, he doesn't. And you're just like, there are yeah. seven billion people in the world that are all smart. Who are, who are both smart, all funny, smart. and but, but there's a good amount that are smart and funny. Well, that's when my thing is like, there are seven billion people in the world. I'll be okay if you and I don't end up together. Yes. Like, I do not. You, no one needs to settle or feel like they need to be with someone sure. because there's no one else out there. Like, also, we have like what eighty year. We have like an eighty year lifespan. Like, and like, oh, I'm gonna like hundred. Yeah, and say, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm black. I'm black. I'm not dying. Like average. I mean, I'm, I'm never dying. Six point two percent subsaharan. And you're not. You're not gonna age. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you know. Yeah, but, that's good. But hey, so we're not gonna. So like, you have a long life ahead of you. I mean, the only thing limiting us is if you want to biologically have children, which you can do without. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like sure can. Um, but yeah, that's one thing for me. Like since I've come out, like people don't clock me as queer, which is very annoying. Because I, I think I would prefer to date a queer person. Like, yeah, cis men are great, but they're all fuckboys these days, and I don't have time right. for that shit. So I'm like, I'm more attracted to queer people. I think that you're you be like you're cute, like in <laughs> in in playing that line though. Like yeah. in like here, let, let me go feminist day and let me go mask this day, mm-hmm. and like not necessarily like, super mask, but like right. I do. That's what she, she does. Yeah. That where she like she wears. She wears my clothes in, but she's like pretty and like femme and like her body type and everything. 
it reads so much more different than when I'm wearing the exact same outfit, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so like that will, I mean, I think that plays in your favor is, yeah. is that it's clear that you're not like super hard, butch, yeah. but like there, but that's that thing. But there's like, something there that like, can never clock that queer yeah, in me. That. And I would, I would prefer to date queer people because I think they just, they just, it's the family. Like you just, so yeah, I think I would like, there's a guy I just met who's great. We're going to dinner on Wednesday, but it's this thing of like, like he knows I'm queer. He works a nonprofit and I think he's lovely, but it's this thing of like, I'm already like kind of cautious about it because I'm like because you're not queer because he's, he's I mean for, to my knowledge I don't think he's queer yeah um but like he works with a friend of mine and so they talked about me so I know he's like semi-interested at, at most which is great but it's thing of like if I have to like re-engage with another person like this is what I identify with and how I see people when I date and like I need to understand like if we're out somewhere and I like happen to look at someone who's not a male like you need to be okay with that this is a topic too I'm writing this down dating if because it comes across as also one topic that people always ask me like do I have to come out as trans people like the minute mm-hmm. I start dating them do I you think feel I, I the do. need to come out as queer the minute yeah which is the topic I want to talk yeah. about but I went out with a friend this like, weekend if you were dating someone who's like I mean, cis hetero I mean, normative I, like do you feel the need yeah. to come out immediately I, I feel like, like yeah. there's a topic we could talk hard about because like I mean I don't ever get hit on well really, really by, oh but well, almost, I never I get hit on I seriously I know I never being pretty earlier or like not understanding why men could possibly be attracted to you Oh, is I it, never get hit with, on. Is it when you're with person or just in general? In general, really? I can tell you, I've been hit on probably five times in my life, Shut and like I never three of those times either. have been men, and two have been women. Never. No, that's not true. You Thank you, lies. Gay yes. men. No one. Gay men. You can't. You okay. Well, you gave a lot of gay aura. I but only no, get hit on my gay. No, I probably have been hit on five times in my life, and three of those have been men. Where I'm like confused. But like she, that happened. Like like Kristen gets hit on every single day at work. Every single day. Since the server, so my girlfriend oh, is yeah. a server, and so men feel she's somehow yeah. qualified to like hit on because she's the help, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, but like, oh, this woman approached and me. she's I'm pretty to hit on her. And yeah. here, like here, this I have accidentally turned into a porno. She's a chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and she's a chain. And I'm like always like, hey, can you like. Do you disclose that you're like gay? Do you disclose that you're in a relationship? And she says no because it's not a comfortable situation for her, or because she needs to make money or whatever. But like to me, it's like I don't know how I would handle the situation because I don't get hit on. You guys can say you don't believe that, but I don't. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I don't know what it is. I think I'm very approachable. I think that I appreciate or like that I I put myself out there in like a very put together way. But I think because I present more masculinely, women. Mm-hmm. Assume I'm gonna hit on them, mm-hmm. or and then men don't they yeah. don't they don't know me because they don't assume. Yeah, 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 like so. No, I don't get hit on. Um, like the three girls that I've dated, or four or five girls that I've dated, like it's been like a sort of mutual situation, and like I hit on her. Someone else started a conversation with me, and I hit on them, and then another one of them she hit on me. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Like, besides that, like, in public, I've never had a stranger come up to me and hit on me. Mm. Ever. Interesting. Which is insane. Do you think it's because people know y'all are dating now? Because I feel like you... But the amount of followers that I have to... But someone just walks up to you, they don't know. Correct. I mean, people hit on Chris even if they think... Even if he's been in a relationship, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I go out and I'm with her, I don't... I don't, like... It's like an easy kill, so... Yeah. I don't... I don't, like... I don't blame anybody if I'm with Kristen because I definitely put off, like, I'm a... I'm I'm in in a relationship vibe. Because maybe that's why. I'm very codependent. Uh, but I think when I that big dick in, like, but when I'm, that's true too. But when I'm out, like I, I just, I maybe I'm not as approachable as I think that I am. 
Oh, oh. could be. Because I think that I've come off very nice, but I'm not like going out dancing, single girl dancing on the dance floor because that's not single girl dancing. Oh, you're not. I, just, I let's go dance. I appreciate. I, I appreciate every time dance. you do. Let's go dance. dance. I appreciate you. Oh God, I can't. And I met. We were dancing and perfection. Me. And she was like, take me home. And I was like, where? I need to know you more. Where at? I know. I was like, where at? 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 And then I'm like, who else wants to smoke again? Double J's, right? That's how you do it. And then she's in the bar grilling me about stuff. And then we're dancing. We can't resist these dance moves and making out. Yeah, you know, it's really good time. These, yeah, I don't have dance. I only have like girl dance on me. Sort of full girl like, dance. Like, she, okay, she got if you want to go dance like, on dancing one night? Let me know. We'll I'm not dance. good at yes. dancing. It's fine. I don't know. Not yet. I actually yes. like drunk so dancing. You can't do dancing when you're drunk. Yeah, drunk. Yeah. We'll go. We'll we'll go. I love to dance. I would love to be better at dancing because I like. I wish I could be that person who could just like let loose. That's it. I'll send you my dance. So every morning I dance it out to two songs to get my day going. Just dance it out. No one's fucking watching. That's how time starts. Just dance it out and just listen. That's how you, as a black person who's like born with them, hashtag listen. So I just think it's the thing of like you just gotta dance and see what happens. And all right, that's what we're gonna do. Just dance it out at CrossFit. Okay, so we're gonna go to bars and have night. Tuesdays is tomorrow. We should just podcast at Tuesdays, screaming over the live podcast. I think I was 18, so like 2010. Okay. Um, I waited until I went to college. I had been dating a girl since I was like 17. So we'd been together for like a year. My mom definitely knew we were hanging out. She every year annually asked me if I was gay. So I since, thought since we were 12. So I thought that she was going to be dope about it. <laughs> like yeah. every annually. Well, because yeah. like, what, she so, like sit me down. you know, like when you're in middle school and high school, like, and you're, if you're on a sports team, if anybody is familiar with this, they make you dress up on game day or at least they did at our school. So like the boys had to wear yeah. suit and tie and girls had to wear dresses. Well, so me and Chris, since we were 12, we wore, like, Avril Lavigne ties mm-hmm. on game day. Yeah. And since we did that, my mom, starting in seventh grade, was like, if you're gay, it's okay. And we were like, or not. But, like, starting then, it was every day. Gay ties are okay. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, well, okay. Because we, like, my mom, we are identical twins, so my mom dressed us the same until like fifth or maybe sixth grade she tried until middle school and then we finally were like stop like we don't want this but it's because like she dressed us really fem- femininely and we weren't feminine mm-hmm. for president. and um so then in middle school we started dressing like wearing ties for game day and that was when she started asking the questions yeah but so yeah when i came out i was like oh she's gonna be like so came dope as about this uh, as a lesbian okay yeah when i was 18 um, and I was like, okay, so like, you know, like Chelsea, like, uh, we're together. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Like, because I was in college, and I was like, well, I live not under your roof, so I'm going to tell you. Like, and we've totally. plenty of sleepovers. Totally, totally, totally. And so, yeah, I told her that, and she started to cry, and she got really upset. And I was like, oh, my God, boy, you've already asked me this, like, a million times. And then she had the audacity to ask me, were you, like, ever, like, molested as a child? Shit. And then I... Your mother asked you this? Yeah. Okay. And then I then told her that story. Interesting. uh, Which, like, I was molested when I was, like, 10. Mm. And then um, she was kind of... Maybe we would have to edit this out, but she already knows this. But um, she, like, kind of defended him and said, well, his parents were going through divorce. Really? Yeah. You don't know what to do. shitty. And then kind of blamed me being gay on that. And I was like, blast... I was like... I was like, well, that's not why I'm gay, right. but also this is, you asked me, so yes, this happened. Um, and so she was like, fine-ish. She was just like, uh, uh, like cried, sad, this isn't the life I want for you, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, well, what about Courtney? And Courtney was dating a girl at the time. And I was like, you're going to have to talk to Courtney about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was like, that's not my place. And then my mom said, well, I'm going to talk to your dad, blah, blah. So like, I didn't have to come up to him. She was like, which they're married, but she was like, I'm going to have to tell your dad about it. And I was like, okay, whatever. And so then Courtney is like, the fuck you came out? Like, uh... Yeah, and so, like... Thanks for the heads up. Yeah. I was so afraid that my mom was going to, like, put all of her eggs in my basket of, like, well, fuck, we got to fuck up twin. <laughs> Maybe this other one would be good. To be fair, y'all have two other siblings, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we're, like, you the favorites. Yeah. We have literally never we heard of it. We have a brother. My little brother is going to be 22 in March. My little sister's a senior. Billy and Alexis? Yeah. yeah. Billy and Alexis. Never heard. Billy's, oh, yep. Billy's a Alexis, sport. I love you. Billy's straight. Alexis might have a little curve, but... Well, but she right has a boyfriend right now. She's going to be 18 this year. But, um... I love that. Yeah, I always say that my mom was going to put all of her straight, straight ass get the straight, straight eggs. eggs. Straight eggs in my gay basket. So, I was like, fuck. She called her up. So, so she did it over the phone, uh-huh. bitch ass. Well, I didn't mind a person. She did hers over the phone. Well, we were already in And I know that was had I known that was an option, I might have. So I called my mom. I start crying. Eighteen hundred miles away, too. Like, hey, by the way, I start crying, and I'm like, Mom, you know, I first told you, like, some gay too. I was like, yeah, we're identical. You know, bye. But it should it should never have been because like. I was dating this, like, super femme Barbie doll girl, and, like, I don't have fa- friends like that. Yeah. Yeah. I date, like, really femme girls, but I don't, I'm not, like, friends with that type of person. Like, yeah. like my friends are all, like, middle of the road, pretty, like, masculine, but, like, the girls I date, they're, like, obviously the girls I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. even my grandma, who, like, acts like, she's like, what happened to your friend? Like, she knows which new friend is my girlfriend, because they're all, like, the same yeah. type of yeah. person in my life. So, yeah, that was... That was my way of of telling mom was I just like piggybacked off of Chris's. He was like, I don't want you to think that I'm straight, so I'm Makes sense. not. Except that when I came out, I was really clinging to the fact that I thought that this was an exception, quote unquote. What do you mean? Like you were just I was, a specific person? Yeah, I was like super asexual until my first girlfriend. Like uh, I so like it's like really horrific story is that uh I like had never even like touched myself at all until I first started dating this girl and I guess I told talked to Chris about it and Chris like told my mom and my mom was like she came up to me and she was like like oh, is cool. something wrong with you like you don't even you don't even touch yourself and I was like no I was like thank you now I am no like and I didn't like I 
it's, even to this day, like, I'm not about that life. Like, I would rather play with others than play with myself. Like, I don't, it's not, like, a thing, like, where I'm, I just am not, like, uh, that need does not come before other needs in my life. Like, I have, like, so many things going on in my brain. I'm a very complicated person to have sex with. I think that this will come up in, in topics of conversation. Which I think is fascinating, because you don't have dysphoria. I, yeah. I, I think, use I think, my vibrator on the way over here. <laughs> in the car? Yeah, I think I think that uh yeah I think And I think probably like if we have conversations it's gonna come out like I am probably more complicated than you are, which is crazy because like you have dysphoria and I don't. But But I'm also real real greedy, so you yeah that overweighs also, my dysphoria as like I like to get We off. also have that similar history because I also have that that same background of molestation in our lives which mom never asked me about which is interesting um potentially she had an earful and couldn't hear you, yeah right uh so i'm like very that's why i'm very anti-heteronormative sex and like uh, that's i don't like i don't want to discriminate against anybody who has certain body parts but mm-hmm. i have i have personal feelings about body parts like and that just like comes, just how you feel yeah so like penetrative sex is not an interesting thing for me and so like when you first start having sex like that's what everybody does mm-hmm. and that's not cool like that doesn't doesn't do it for me and so like for a long time that's why like i we mentioned earlier like i didn't orgasm for like three years of like having sex where i was like yeah this isn't good this is not good for me like, i had the opposite reaction to being less where it's like i was like touching myself from the time I was like 10. Yeah. It like fucked me up in the very early age of life. It made me too sexually active. I'm not even sure I like even identified it as like sexual until like after the fact where I was like, like now, nowadays I'm like, yeah, that was a problem. But like back then, like I don't even think I knew. And then I didn't know like in like in high school, it's because I think because I was so into like the narrative of like straight attraction that I was not into men that I was just like, Oh, cool. It's like, it's just, it's not happening. It's just not happening for me. And so I just wasn't doing anything like to myself because there was no thoughts of anything. Mm -hmm. And there was no representation of like lesbians in the mainstream media that I wasn't thinking about it, which might even be an insight into you being trans. Because if you're thinking about your life and your sexuality and it was not obscured. But you're right. We talked about that. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying like not having like huge like lesbian people to look up to, right? Because you were saying you dress like Avril Lavigne and that was as a lesbian person you had to look up she's not even gay. Yeah. Yeah. But you and I, sorry, you and I have talked about like you coming on this trance too, like you didn't have that language until you were older. Yeah, and like he didn't really really know but like if he was subconsciously maybe identifying like with male figures, maybe that's where like that sexual part of like his identity came from where like for me it was like there wasn't one. Yeah. Until I, like, met my first girlfriend who happened to be a lesbian, but, like, was femme and still, like, put it on me to, like, be the dom dominant one mm. in the relationship. And I was like, I don't, I haven't even, like, experimented with my own body. So, Got like, it. I don't even know what to do with you. Yeah. So, like, it took me a also, long time. it's a journey. Yeah, it took me a long time. Like, and, and like, that's, that's like a, we over, to- like, that is a very broad picture of, like, the women that I dated before yeah. my current girlfriend of, like, that is who they were. Yeah. Like, you don't know how to do this? Well, I'm not going to do it, so figure it out. Um, which is, like, that's fine. But, so, like, it was very complicated for me because even with that first girlfriend, I was like, yeah, well, it's just, like, a phase, like, whatever. Like, even if it's just her, it's just her. Like, even if I marry 
I'm not like I'm not gay. Like I'm sure there's like a guy out there for me. And because my mom kept saying to me, because I think she knew Chris was a lost cause, because she kept talking to me like, well, if you and me break up, like, are you sure there's not a guy? Are you sure there's not a guy for you? She never. Really it's hard because me. like we're supposed society, our parents, people, and everyone wants to give you a label, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's and a for me, constant process. And then for me, like my second girlfriend, the one that I met, like when I got to college, I was dating Jenny, and I met her. I joined the rugby team. She's a lesbian. Uh, but she was like, sports. Yeah, she was like, uh, so like, what's your deal? And I was like, well, I have a girlfriend, but like, she's an exception. She was like, no, dude, you're like the gayest motherfucker I've ever met. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't even know me. And she's like, no, like, I know. And then, like, and then, like, years later, like, we were friends for like seven years. Like, and then we dated, obviously. But like, in that mix. But... That's a pretty accurate representation of who I am. I would say I'm pretty much the gayest motherfucker you've ever met. Except for maybe my girlfriend. <laughs> Kristen is gayer than me. Uh, gay, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Kristen's a gold star. I mean, Ooh. people don't, like, necessarily subscribe to that. But yeah. she is, and I'm not. And, I was for a long time. Uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that says a lot. And, and if you looked at both of us, you would probably think that she wasn't, and I, and I might be. But... Yeah, I would think that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for because sure, she's sure. more more femme. And she did have boyfriends in high school, and I never had a boyfriend. A boyfriend. I would say I didn't date boys until I was, I had, I always dated, I would like start off with girls. And then I had a friend, I was like, how do you know you're gay? I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, well, like, how do you know you're gay? You ever dated a boy? And I was like, Oh, no, I don't. So not time. This was like on the, on the way to college, yeah. So then in college, I dated some guys. See, that's why like, yeah, now I know I know what I want. Yeah. Also, guys are fun, and I didn't know. Yeah. That's that's yeah. why I that's why I had sex with the guy was because I I was a yeah. You're like so like I I hate those I hate the guys who say to you like well you've never had the right dick so oh, you're like, oh so, you're like so but like I Gosh. I have sort of said that to women in the sense where <laughs> I'm like where I'm like you have you ever have you ever, like have you ever dated a woman. Like I've never said like you never had the right dick, but I've never but I've been like you right but like when women are like yeah I'm straight I'm like but I've never dated a woman. And so like I I have like proposed that question, and so like in college I several times have like said I had said to women, have you ever dated a woman? Like how do you know? Whatever. And then I felt like a hypocrite. So when the opportunity presented itself, I went and I did it. Yeah. Is that my thing? Mm-hmm. Told my mom about it since she always wanted to ask. And she was mad, and I was very. She was mad. She was super mad. I was like, I'm getting so many mixed signals about this. I don't know why you're mad at me. Yeah. Because I feel like this is what you want. Uh, but yeah, so that was like me coming out, and then Chris came out as trans, like three years. Yeah, you can tell us another one. Vegas? Yeah, so I have two. Yeah, so I came out as a lesbian when I was eighteen, and then I came out as trans. Um, I started to kind of figure out that I was trans when I was um, like nineteen, which like I only figured out via like YouTube and shit because there's no visibility online. Or, like, in the media and stuff. And then um, my mom, me and Courtney went to Vegas for our 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. And I had told myself that I knew that I was trans. My girlfriend at the time, I knew I was trans. Her and I had kind of worked through it. She helped me figure out my name. She was very on board. But also she came out to her Catholic parents as a lesbian. So she was very back and forth about, very back and so forth crazy. about being supportive about me. Because mm-hmm. she lost her parents over me. And then, so I'd be like, you're my boyfriend. No, you're not my boyfriend. Oh, I want to marry you. But, like, I only want to marry Chloe. I don't want to marry Chris. Mm. Like, this whole thing. And it became, now looking back, 
I don't want to say that it was like manipulative, but it kind of was like, I get that it was like her journey and what she was into, but it was kind of emotionally manipulative because like I was made to feel a certain way. She wanted to fit you into what she wanted. But anyway, so I knew how I identified and I had told myself if my mom ever outright asked me if I was trans, I would never lie to her face. Mm -hmm. So when we were in Vegas for my 21st birthday, I hadn't started medically transitioning. I hadn't started really doing anything except for I had picked out my name. I was sometimes boyfriend. My girlfriend at the time, he, him. What made you pick Chris? I know we're both named after Christ, but what made you pick? Um, I toyed with a bunch of names. Uh, my name before was Chloe. I kind of wanted to stick with something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something that was like, we're identical twins. So like I wanted Courtney and something that sounded gotcha. good together. Um, I toyed with a few names that were B names because my brother's name is Billy, but like nothing felt like it fit. And like when people used to like misgender me, quote unquote, when I was a lesbian, when I looked like a little baby, Justin Bieber, my friends would jokingly always call me Chris. Okay. And then it kind of just like fit. Cool. And I just thought like Christopher was, it was it, a bit of a natural trick. It kind of fit me. Like I, I tried really hard to pick something that was like more unique because I didn't know that many Chloe's growing up, and Chris felt really basic. <laughs> yeah, I only knew like two. I know one other ever. Guy. Like it was kind of unique. My name for, was the basic one. Yeah, his wasn't. But like born in like '92, like there was maybe like two other Chloe's I knew that were like three grades younger than me at my high school and whatever. So I was like maybe like Camden or like this or blah blah. I love Camden. And then I, but but none of them felt like they fit. And then I was like looking at names that were from like 1992 what would I have been named if my parents had given me a boy name Christopher was one of the most popular names it was one that my friends had jokingly used with me I really wanted a name that had like a nickname because Chloe didn't have one so Coco well, Girl Coco nobody called me that you got one Coco well I was British okay. but but so Christopher worked CC? and I always knew that I was going to keep my, my middle name was Nicole and I knew it was going to be Nicholas and Christopher Nicholas sounded really good to get is it's it really hot names yeah my name's Christine and Nicole so <laughs> <laughs> so you're Krista Cole and he's Christopher Yeah, we're the yes! first person. Also, we were like, little bitty side note, I have a company and I do it with my family and we were putting our emails in over a Skype thing and my sister puts in my email and my little brother's email and we realized that like our mom just named us like literally the same, like he's Christopher Rogers and Christina Rogers. And I was like, hey mom, did you, did you know you just named us the same, like you pretty much just named us the same thing? And she, you just, like, see her body's, like, start to shudder and close down. And she's, like, she's laughing so hard. And she's, like, I didn't realize until now, Mama. And we're, like, oh, my fucking Christ. I love her. So you just like the name Christ so much you named two of your children. She's a Hispanic woman. She's yeah. freaking so Okay, so continue. But anyway. Go Christ. <laughs> told myself I wouldn't lie to my mom. She asked me my face. We were in Vegas. She made some kind of comment because we were there with our, like, her best friend, who's kind Essentially of like... Essentially our godmother, but we don't have yeah, a yeah, we're not, yeah, yeah, she's like an aunt or something. Um, and she was telling her about us, like, being gay and blah, blah, blah. And then my mom made a comment about, like, well, we're cool with everything as long as you don't want to be a boy. <laughs> and I have been drinking mimosas since, like, 10 a.m. It was yeah. probably 10 p.m. And I just went... <laughs> Like, just, like, mailing a noise. And then my mom totally, pulled totally me into a bathroom in Vegas. And I was like, this is not the time. Like, it's not. But then she was it like. If it is. Yeah. yeah. And so, basically, I was like, uh, well, I think I should figure this whole thing out. I've been worried about my gender for a long time. And she's like, we need to put you in, like, therapy. And then we didn't talk about it again for, like, another two years until I moved to New York City. And when I was in New York, I was like, well. What do you mean two years? No, like twenty first, but we moved right after that. We moved last one too, so like a year and year and a half later. Okay. 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 okay so a year and a half. Okay. 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 
Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Not two years, a year and a half. Okay. Um, but, so we moved to New York. I know we graduated at 21. I was supposed to follow this. I knew I was going to transition in New York City because I was moving away from my family. I knew they had clinics there that I could do it in form consent. Like, my friends up there were very supportive, liberal people I'd gone to college with. They all already knew about it. And then my mom was like, well, if you're going to start this, you have to go to therapy. And I was like, okay, you can pay for me to go to therapy. And so I, the first day of therapy, told them my trans was over it. And then the next six months, my parents paid for therapy. I just talked about all the shit I was fucking up in my life. And uh, then I yeah, started he, to eat. He had a very trans-friendly therapist. And it was kind of hard because, like, he started transitioning when we were in New York City. So we were, like, 1,800 miles away from our mom. So, mm-hmm. like, for my mom, it was, like, really easy for her to put her foot oh, down. Oh, and then I had to come down. I had to come out again. I came out again right before I was going to start Oh, I kind of yeah. forgot this. I wrote her a letter and I said, like, I've been going to therapy for the last five months. I'm going to start testosterone in March, blah, blah, blah. I wrote them a letter when I was home for Christmas. And basically my mom said, I can't, I can't sign off on this. I don't want to be a part of your life. Basically told me like she didn't want to be involved. And my family is like, my family is like super close knit. Like my mom, like, I talked to her like every single day on the phone, all this stuff. And so like when I told her this and she said, I I don't want to be involved, blah, blah. Mm. I was like, okay, well, I guess I won't fly home anymore. And I won't do this whenever like, and my girlfriend at the time lived in Austin. So it was like, well, I'm not going to come see you if I fly home. Like, I just won't make the time, blah, blah. Like I'm 22. Like I don't, you don't pay any of my bills. Like right. I'm doing what's best for me. I'm I'm already, well, I've already told you these things. You've already put me through. I already went through I mean, the they, therapy. They could, have stopped, they could have stopped their health insurance. Right. Like I wasn't literally, so, like, we, we literally were paying for us. Yeah. And so she basically just told me like, well, I can't sign off on this. And then very similar to like your sister who said like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So basically like, I guess like I'm, my mom read the letter and told me, I read your letter. I'll get back to you. And then didn't talk, talk to me for like three more months basically. Yeah. And then Courtney was like, well, you do realize if you lose Chris, you lose me too. Yeah. I just told her like, I mean, Chris are like obviously a package deal. Like I just like don't, it's just not possible to like be in Chris's life and not be in my life mm-hmm. because like we're, we're like twins and then like we're identical twins. We're not even like yeah. if we were fraternal, maybe we could like draw that line. But like, we're those twins. Like, Twins exist in two different versions. It's either twins who are, like, exactly alike and best friends or twins who are, like, completely different people. Mm-hmm. And we are those twins that are, like, best friends and exactly alike. So, like, to me, it's, like, if you do that, like, you're hurting my best friend. And so I just I just told my mom, if you're going to do that, just so you know, you're not cutting off, like, 25% of your children. You're going to cut off 50%. Mm-hmm. And we all know that we are your favorite kids. Like... <laughs> And, like, that's what I told her. I was like, we were your, like, we were your first and we were your best. And, like, we, like, we, we, like, tried our hardest for you. Like, my mom. Until I came out as, like, queer or trans. Like, I was, like, literally, like. We were perfect. Top 4% of my class. We both were. Varsity athlete. We never even had a B. Like incredible. Like, our grades were, like, 4.0. Like, we were varsity athletes, everything. Like, we never did... We didn't drink in high school. We didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. So we were, like, literally your perfect children. And then my mom, like, when she was raising us, and my mom and my dad, like, they were the perfect parents. And so, like, they put everything into us. And then the quote-unquote worst thing we ever did was that we were both gay. And then that Chris was trans. And then my mom, like, after all of that sort of came into like the second coming of like 
not midlife crisis, but realizing like I've done this for 18 years. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I want to be an adult. I'm not going to like be overbearing anymore. And so like gave less to my little brother and gave even less to my little sister who luckily is very overachieving. Cool. But to me, I was like, the children you were the hardest on, we did everything you fucking asked for. Mm. And so if you're going to like do this to us, mm-hmm. then we're gone. Like, and so like I told, I was like, yeah, you can do that. But you, it's like Billy and Alexis. Like you can't do that to, to me and Chris. Mm-hmm. And so I think the realization of like losing one fourth of your children I think was bearable to her, but I think the realization of losing half of her kids, she couldn't, she couldn't even think about doing. I mean, it's not, it's like, it's probably not even that she would be cool with losing a fourth of her children. She just like, parents, they're raised in a different time. Yeah. They don't know how to handle it. They have the peer pressure of each other, you know, like, you know, their older peers. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think, right. And she reached the point where at a certain point she was like, like I literally, I just like I have to, I have to choose loving my children because I can't bother with what people think yeah. of me. Yeah, that's like when. But it's a big, it's a step for them. I think it's like yeah. them having to come out too. Like I have, they have yeah. to come out as queer friendly parents. Yeah, and I think know? I think those coincided with like my mom like going from being like this overbearing parent to having this rebirth of like I'm a human being mm-hmm. like doing my own thing and I want you to be understanding to the fact that like like I'm my own person who does their own things and I fuck up. But also, like, I'm your mom. I think that when she finally, like, wanted to be that person, she realized she couldn't be a hypocrite about it, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think those coincided where she was like, okay, well, if I want them to accept me as, like, the sex-positive, whatever, mother that I am, then she realized that she had to... Yeah. Except us for yeah. whatever we were. Like, Kellen, their mother and I are friends on Facebook. And, like, her posts, like, she'll post about each of you individually. And then, like, you and Kristen. And it's just this thing of, like, she's so proud of you two. And I think, I'm trying to think of, like, what it's like to, like, her imagine not having either of you in her life. Mm-hmm. I think that was more of a risk for her. Right. Which it took, like, years for her to get there. Yeah. But, like, now she's, like, such a good, like, she's so like good all of our, like, trans friends come home for, like, Christmas yeah. if they don't have she's somewhere the, to go. She's That's the cool. big queer mom. Like, yeah. literally, like, if any of our friends don't have, like, a somewhere to go for Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like my mom just takes everybody in and like which is I, not what she would have thought she even, was going to be doing yeah. no, she's, even, she's not even that educated on anything like she yeah. really she has never asked learning. me a single question about my transition but ever. she like but, has but she's embraced the like compassionate side of that but she, but she, that. But she understands that I'm competent yeah. I think yeah yeah, yeah. I think we, that's why she's never asked me because she knows I'm competent I think lead with love your world gets bigger I think that that's the thing I think that she's just embracing the compassion side as opposed to like I need to know everything totally she's like yeah. Listen, it's okay if I don't understand it, but here's I am with you. Yeah. What is that thing back to like? She'll try to understand to keep you in your life. Yeah. Like, but it's this thing of like my adopted parents. Like when my younger brother came out and he was like, "I'm gay." It's like our dad was a pastor. Like I love you. I don't care. Cool. Our mom had a harder time than our dad did because like, my mom just had like this idea of like as a parent you have this idea of like what your kid's life's gonna look like yeah and so it's the thing of, like as a mother you mourn that and then like mm-hmm. as a mother you already fucking worry about your kid all the time yeah. and it's the thing of like and this think- is your child and your child is gay so of course people are gonna target your kid and like my younger brother is very effeminate gay man yeah living in the city so it's like this very harsh thing reality like anything can happen to him at any time this thing of like they're just trying to do the best that they can like, there's no manual of being yeah. a parent so no Kel definitely even, mourned a lot though yeah I think it's even harder for like like my mom for like her daughters mm. because like me and Chris that's are, the thing about are, trans people is that they always mourn it's the parent that is the gender of the one 
like that you're assigned at birth mm-hmm. usually has a harder time with it for some reason because like they associate like my mom is a very strong woman so she doesn't understand how I would give up womanhood mm-hmm. is a thing mm-hmm. and then also like she had a hard time with us because like of the two kids she was like the one name I wanted was Chloe like Courtney I chose yeah. she was like I was, she was like, like I chose well she was like well I chose Courtney because it went so well and so with, she like yeah. she kind of mourned like well, we were so attached to this name and my dad my dad always had a new name for you and never had one for me yeah and like the, all of those things but like but mom was so attached to your name but also like just to us being the daughters and but like we were never the daughters they wanted yeah ever we were always like from the time I we were like we were from the time we were six like we were skateboarding and playing sports like we were always the sons yeah. Tom my, like, my dad like, had, like, like we have our like our sis brother and me and Chris were always the sons that my that my dad embraced mm-hmm. like and that's why my mom my dad always love the girls I bring around because they're the daughters they never had mm-hmm. so like ever since my first girlfriend my dad like loves to baby those girls I bring around because it's like change their oil do you want me to change your oil do I want you to do this do I want you to do that my mom loves to talk to them about like what makeup do you want to do do you want to get our nails done do you want to do this because they never could connect with us on this level and I think and I think that like that was one of the biggest things of like they struggled with was like how can we raise people so opposite of like what we thought they were going to be but I think it's the knowing that they raised great human beings yeah. like, we wouldn't be here if we didn't love the two oh my gosh I know right like, yeah. it's they mourned the daughters they wanted, but they and got they have, these two great kids out of it. And I think yeah. it's this thing of like just changing your perspective. Yeah. I think that's for all transition too. Like, people, right? If we were comfortable with change, life would be really easy, but everyone has to get comfortable. It's Everyone's transitioning. That's my thing. Oh, like, once I started transitioning, I realized that everyone around me was transition. actually transitioning yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time from all like the time. jobs or uh-huh. identities and or I think it's like would, ages like, or whatever. Anyone who has kids too, like, anyone who has kids needs to understand like the kid that you think you're gonna have is never really the kid that you think that you're that, that you're gonna get and I also want to and so like parents that. yeah parents who like really fight that like a lot of parents like who have been even worse than our parents with like their kids who have transitioned I'm like you're not going to change that. Yeah. You should, you never should have a child unless you're prepared for that because I don't think anyone's child has been exactly the person right. they thought it was. But then also yeah. like to Ever. kids, like you living your life is not a bad thing. Like right. you no. do not no. have to live oh up gosh. to your parents' expectations. Like Ever. my birth dad and I didn't talk for years. Like he called me last week and like apologized for the last 10 years. Like my dad and I didn't talk for 10 years. But it's this thing of like now I'm an adult and like you've been a part of my life for 10 years and like you coming back and being like, hey, want to like try and be like closer and I'm like, I accept your apology, but at the same time, like I don't trust you yet. So it's thing of like you That's becoming an adult, mm-hmm. but it's becoming an adult and being like, you are my parent, but you do not have to be my friend at the same time. Of like, I can love you, but not have you in my life is like this weird dynamic too. Of like, you we all get to be our own individual person, and that individual person doesn't have to necessarily accept our parent. Like our parent doesn't have to accept who we are. Totally, yeah, so, yeah. If your parent doesn't like fall in the criteria of someone that's loving that you want in your life and adds to you, right? You and I feel like it's totally fine to cut off people. Well, and who I think serving your life. I think the queer people are so much more like adept to we create, we make creating, family. creating yes. families, yeah, and creating yeah, yeah. friendships with people like who are more in line with like their lives 
uh, and like life paths and mm. their identities and whatever. But I think everyone needs to do that because like I think that people just settle for like having shitty families or shitty friends or whatever. Right. But like there's no reason like you have to settle for that. And I no. think that being able to choose your family and choose your friends is like very, very strong and very powerful towards being the person that you want to be. Right. And I feel like the queer kids now are coming out yeah. stronger. Oh yeah. Like, oh my god, like that when so we all met at an entrepreneurial event at Out Youth because we are all entrepreneurs and we wanted to talk to sure. little gay kids about, you know, how to do your own thing if that's be what you're into. Yeah, if that's what you're into. Yeah. And they were all giving me so much life. Yeah. They're like yeah. my pronouns are Z Zim Zay, go by blue. I dress like this. They just like don't even give a fuck and I was like yeah, there wasn't yeah. a single person like that when I was in high school. Right. Like, yeah, well, representation sure, sure. so fucking right. important. Yeah, sure. it took me until I was like 22 to like even accept that I was like sort of gay and like going to, <laughs> and going to the men's yeah. section, like do this and do totally. that. And now I'm like to that point where I'm like, cool, yeah, I'm like cool, like being right this way. And I'm like yeah. almost 27 years old. Like it took like a long fucking time. Well, even me, like as a more effeminate person, like most of the clothes I get are men, like are male clothes because I was a heavier person for a long oh, time. Yeah. Like, same, so like me, same. I like always wear like baggy or sweatshirts. So like nothing ever fits me. So I'm always like, Mwah. like it's just <laughs> learning to own my body. I think that's always a big thing. Of like no matter what adjacent of queer you are, it's like owning your body. That was a really interesting thing for us. Like owning your body. In fact, like I see the people who have the same parts as me, or I this body doesn't represent who I actually am. So I think that's also a thing too. Like always discovering who you are mentally and physically is a queer experience mm-hmm. as well. So. Yeah, that's and it's a journey. You don't you don't just like one day. And it's you go, not oh, cool. I have this. Yeah, it's always you're always learning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get too attached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's okay to always let, be yeah, changing. Let yourself. That's what I teach the kids at out. You like we will always accept you like no matter who you are. Like, we always acknowledge your pronouns like you can come out come in as he him on one day and then she her the next like we're like okay sure like we do that thing every day every time we have a drop in it's like what are your name and your age and your pronouns because we know that gender is fluid and our identity is fluid and yeah 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 I feel like this was like two whole episodes worth. Do you I think love this that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we cut out a bunch of stuff that we don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. There's lots of bantering. How long is it? Is it like There's a lot? How long? That is last one was like... 41 minutes. Long. <laughs> That's cool. I love That's it. Good yeah, good. It's, it's gonna at least be like an hour. Yeah. Be, yeah. We want to be close to an hour. Everyone's to at least an hour. Close to an hour. It's anywhere from 40. To well, we can also ask for questions. Like, send us questions at queer for it. And like advice stuff. Yeah. 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 Anything you like. We're not professionals, but we could give you some. Of our life personal experience. life experience. I, uh, I, I was. I recently flew. On We're a plane. up to fifteen followers now. I recently <laughs> flew on a plane with my best friend, and the girl sitting next to us was talking to us and drew us, which was fantastic. So yeah. fan art is. Awesome. Yeah, I love fan art. Absolutely. <laughs> our email is queerforitpodcast at gmail, all one word, and then we are on Instagram. If I can get back to it. Queer for it, just one word. So yeah, send us questions. We'll love to answer them. Yeah. If you send Chris any cryptic questions, I'm gonna answer. Or comment. Side yeah, if it's anything about my time. relationship, which is gonna come up in future episodes, but past also like fact check. Yeah. Past relationship. Also, just don't be a fucking asshole. Like we're yeah. all humans. We- hey. All right. If you want to be a sponsor, hit us up. Queer for it podcast at gmail.com. We're about to be huge. We'll take wine. 
Franzia in honor of, Ke- of Kellen. Also, <laughs> all THC products. Uh, yeah. Snacks, because we can't make Kristen cook for us every week. And you can't bring also, shout out, full of Shout out to Chef Kristen things. for dinner tonight. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll plug her Instagram oh, yeah. on What's our that? Instagram. Ooh, I gotta find it. Oh my god, so much pressure. Chef Kristen Torres. Chef Kristen Torres. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I said, feel free to shoot us a question or a comment. We want to answer. We'll answer yeah. like one question, I think, at the end of every show. At least one. Oh, yeah. At least one. I think that'd be fun. And we love you, so you should too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening and uh, subscribe on whatever platform we're gonna We do don't know on. what we're doing yet. Bye. <laughs>